If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your Circle of Influence podcast. I am your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are thrilled, thrilled, you hear me? Thrilled that you are here with us because we are, we are today talking about something that you would think, Amy, um, you know, nerds out on, but we kind of both do. We kind of both do. And that is about automation and systems in your business. Can't we say we both love it, Amy? Yes. And I got to tell you my personal breakthrough that I've just had. I got an email from one of my team members today and she said, is there anything else you'd like me to do? Because our new automations have taken my work hours down by about 10 hours a week. And I was like, yes, yes. I promise there are other things, you know, like those ideas that you have in your mind that you've been wanting to do and wanting to pursue Mm -hmm. that you just never seem to have time to get to. That's the benefit of systems and automation is not that it's not there to replace uh, people. It's not there to replace that uh, vibe and that touch and that connection that you give to others. It's there so that you can actually do all the stuff that you want to do. That's right. not drop balls and that's forget exactly stuff. Right. That's exactly right. And and I always liken it to you know my best friend when it comes to decision fatigue. Now I will not go up so far as to wear jeans and a black turtleneck every day like Steve Jobs did. That's not that's not my jam. But I what do- about purple? Would you do jeans and a purple? Maybe purple. You're right. (laughs) Maybe purple. But (laughs) I am a fan of minimizing decision fatigue. And that is, like you said, when you, if you can just automate or systemize the everyday decisions or everyday processes in your business that should not be taken up brain space, that should not be part of institutional history in your head because they're not documented somewhere or implemented somewhere. Now Mm -hmm. you're available for more strategic, higher level thinking, more creativity, more resources, more, um, you know, inventiveness as it were in your Mm -hmm. business so that you can be the thought leader that you want to be because you're not in the weeds. So I'm excited about today's topic. And I cannot tell you how many women I meet that are doing six figures without processes. Right. And let me just tell you what they look like. Stress. (laughs) Frazzled. Frazzled. Yeah. Frazzled, stressed, overworked, overwhelmed, need a vacation. (laughs) Like it's, I can always tell when there's lack of systems by the look of craze in their eyes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The amount of split ends on your hair is directly proportional. (laughs) the lack of systems in your business. 
That's very scientific right there. All right. We better introduce our guest today. We are so excited to have Lakeisha Sarbo with us. She's an online marketing automation expert who envisions plans and executes effective email marketing and sales funnel strategies to help increase sales and retain customer relationships. That's what I'm talking about right here. Mm -hmm. She is a performance-driven entrepreneur with a record of success leading teams, managing service operations, and training small business owners and entrepreneurs. Lakeisha, welcome to your circle of influence. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, yes. So we always like to hear a little bit about you and your backstories. Let's just jump right into it. Did you, as a little girl, grow up thinking I'd really love to build systems and automations, or was there some (laughs) alternative path that got you to this point? As a little girl, I did not know. Like, I had no idea that I would be doing what I'm doing now, let alone systems and automation. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up in the hood, right? So I'm from New York, a little town called White Plains, New York. And I really just grew up wanting to be a teacher, Like I just love teaching. I love learning. And so I can remember making my cousins sit down all the time so that I could teach them something. And I don't know what I was trying to teach, right? You know, like the little newspapers or the little leaflets that they get used to give out in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. I'd have them teach you. I would I'd teach that. I teach my Barbie dolls. I teach anything that would sit long enough for me to do that. And so that was really um what I desired um to do. I actually stumbled upon entrepreneurship though. I was in corporate America for the majority of my adult life. I mm-hmm. am a mom. So mm-hmm. I had my daughter at the age of 17. I was a, um, you know, a um, one parent. So the dad was not involved at all. And um, with the help of my grandma and my mom, I raised my daughter. And so I had to immediately go into corporate America. So there was no college for me. All of my friends left and I stayed to take care of my daughter. Um, And so I immediately went into corporate America and into the insurance industry. Um, And I worked my way up from a file clerk, right, at the age Mm -hmm. of 18, all the way up to director of training and development. I walked away from that position 13 years ago when I started um, working for myself. And it was more so um, the whole corporate bureaucracy. I just got tired of, Mm -hmm. you know, the you know, letting people go, you yep. know, the downsides and the upsizing, having to re- literally relocate several times to keep my job. And mm-hmm. I just felt like this was just way too much. There had to be something else. And because I love reading, I love writing, I wanted to become an author. So I thought I'm going to quit this gig and I'm going to become an author. Right. So that was like 13 <laughs> years ago. Right. And, um, I, soon realized, right, that after my savings started to go after pulling some money out of my 401k, that, I was a struggling artist, right? Like Mm -hmm. you have to write something and be able to sell it in order to make money from it. Mm. And so just by, and I don't really think anything is a happenstance, right? I believe that everything happens for a reason. I happened to be just like vacationing with friends, trying to get some stress away. And I met a young girl and she was like by this pool bar we were in Vegas and she would look just fabulous, right? And I was just like, she just looks really interesting. And she was with another lady that looked even more fabulous. So I had to ask her, what is it that you do for a living? And she said, oh, I'm a virtual assistant. And I said, what is that? And she went on to tell me all the different things that she did. And she said, that was her client that she was managing. She invited her to Vegas for an event, a conference that she was at. And I said, I could do that. (laughs) And so I ventured out to start my very first business, which was a virtual assistant business. And so that's how I got started. Which obviously involves a lot of systems, right? Like that's what's missing from so many businesses. Yeah. Tons Mm -hmm. of systems. So 
with starting the VA business, you know, I had to learn so many different things because when you're working with clients, not everyone uses the same system. So I had to learn how to use all of these different systems. And I really, I know that that is how I fell in love with systems. That's how I fell in love with the marketing piece because Mm -hmm. it was like, so much of investigating, right? So much learning. And because I am a lover of learning different things and then also helping my clients and teaching them like how these different systems and things work. It was just something that stuck with me. Um, I didn't so much like all of the basic like tasks and things like that to do as a VA. So I pretty much burned myself out in that area of trying to be everything to everyone. And then Mm -hmm. decided to really niche down and just focus on systems and automation. Um, particularly around marketing. Yeah. Why, why do you think that that um, is such a stumbling block for online business owners? Do you, I mean, like, I'm really curious because everybody at some point has dealt with, oh my God, there's so much to do. There's so little time. It's better if I just do it myself, et cetera, et cetera. It's like such a, it's like the common cold, (laughs) you know, back to school, kids get sick. It's like, why, why does this always happen? Yeah. You know, what I find is that, like you said, that thinking is, it's just easier for me to do it myself. Mm -hmm. But in all reality, what people don't realize as you're doing it and you're taking the time to do it yourself, you're taking time away from things that you really should be doing, right? Those revenue generating tasks. And I think it's just really a mindset. You know, a lot of people, um, there are some people that feel like they are really not deserving of other people coming in to help them in their business. There are people that are really fearful. Like if I bring somebody in, am I going to be able to sustain that help? You know, am I going to be able to continue to pay this person to keep them there? So Mm -hmm. I've heard and seen all different types of like reasoning as to why people don't really go into systems or even getting the help that they need. Um, Another thing too, is because a lot of people, well, not a lot, but the majority of people that I run across really feel like, it's too hard. Like systems are complicated, right? And they don't understand that, you know, these are something that you need, right? So either one or two things is going to have to happen. Either you're going to have to take the time to learn how to do this and implement these systems yourself, right? That's Mm going to take time away from some other things that you could probably be doing, like making money in your business <laughs> yeah. or you're going to have to hire somebody to come in and do this for you. Right. Mm-hmm, so either mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay in sweat equity, or you're going to have to pay, you know, in money. So you have to really decide like, what is the most important for you? Yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you. I think the learning curve is what hangs most people up. Cause I haven't met a business owner in years, although I can think of a couple, but who have said like, I don't want systems. I don't want automation. <laughs> Uh, like the majority of them do see the value of it, but they get overwhelmed with the process of it. And they also are like, this is something I hear a lot is, well, where do I even start with systems? So I want to ask you that question, Lakeisha, where do you think that they should start when it comes to building systems and automation inside the business? Right. So I think that where you want to start is, you know, start where you are pretty much. That's where I really like to help people is start with where you are. Typically, a lot of people, whenever they're getting into systems, you'd be surprised that it's not people that are just starting business. It's people that have been in business for years (laughs) that are just deciding, oh, now Mm -hmm. I need to have these systems, right? Mm -hmm. So where do you start? Do you go back to the beginning, right? No, a lot of times you have to start from where you are, right? What is the, like, what is the lowest hanging fruit for you, right? A lot of times it is the lead generation piece because that is what's keeping our businesses going, right? And so you want to start there with lead generation. 
you know, if you are manually sending people, you know, to somewhere for, for your lead magnet, then you need to automate that piece, automate that whole lead generation process so that you can bring in clients and automatically bring in, like bring in those leads to lead mm -hmm. them somewhere. So that's pretty much where I start with people is the lead generation piece. The next thing that I say is if you are somebody and you are like scheduling automation, of course, it's also really important. If you are a coach or you work with people one-on-one, -on -one, or even if you have a business and maybe you work in a team, being able to have your scheduling automated would save you so much time than having to go back and forth on emails with people, trying to catch people on the phone to kind of like, um, like find a slot and all that stuff, automate the scheduling. So I always say automate the low hanging fruit, start with where you are like right now with mm -hmm. the most important things that can mm -hmm. save you more time. Mm -hmm. When you say the most important tasks, mm -hmm. what, what criteria are we using for that? How do we determine what's the most important task that we can get off of our plate? Well, you know, it just really depends on where you are in your business, right? So yes. I can speak to a lot of the different business owners or women that I work with or that I uh -huh. work, you know, work for or help, right? A lot of the most important tasks for them is pretty much the lead generation piece, right? So that is the email collection, right? So making sure that oh. they're collecting the emails that they need to collect, right? Yeah. Making sure that those emails go out for automation purposes. So those emails automatically go out without them manually having to send those emails, right? So mm -hmm. that is um, another thing. Um, scheduling those appointments, right? So that has to do with scheduling tools, right? So things like, um, you know, like Calendly, Acuity, like all of those automatic scheduling things, right, that you have, schedule using those instead of like your Google Calendar. Google Calendar is great. And now they have this awesome, amazing, like automation tool that they didn't have years ago. But being able to automatically, like anything that is taking your time, anything that's taking time away from you, having to send another email, having to follow up on another <laughs> phone call, right? Having Hallelujah. to check on another thing. Yeah. If that is taking time away, then you need to automate it. Right. Especially mm -hmm. if it's not if, it, if it's not adding up to dollars, you know what I'm saying? If you're spending five hours on social media every day, that's a problem. You mm -hmm. need to automate that. You need to, mm -hmm. you know, automate your social media or bring in somebody that can help you to automate that so that you can get that away. That's time that you can never get back. Right. So I would say whatever is really important. When I say important tasks, I'm more so thinking and talking about revenue generating tasks right away. Mm -hmm. So anything mm -hmm. that's going to help to generate revenue in your business. Those are the things that you want to make sure that you're automating, like your lead generation. That's going to help you to bring in new clients so you can then lead them to your offers, right? Yeah. Those automated appointments, doing those discovery calls and all those other things. You want to automate that process. That's going to help you to bring in more people so that you can close more, right? So, mm -hmm. just, you know, in terms of that. I love it. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I uh, heard recently, I was like, this is brilliant, um, is that you are going to pay for growth either in systems and automation or people and team members, but systems and automation is the less expensive route versus paying hourly rates for people. And so what I do when I'm building systems is I look through, first of all, I start off with the process that I use. You know, what is the process that if I was going to do this by myself and I break it down into a really granular way, and then I come back and I say, okay, now what can be built into automation? And I do that next. And then out of what's left, I then go and figure out who's going to do that task besides me. So that way I can keep my time in the, the parts of my business that nobody else can do. There's so many parts of so many things that we spend our time on that somebody else could do better or as good. And if they can do it better or as good, let them do it Please. or let a system do it. Yes.
I love it. Well, we are going to take our break. And when we come back, we're going to have a listener challenge. So stay tuned, everyone. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. If you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration and strategic relationships, go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles. Welcome back, everybody. We are back with your uh, listener challenge. Now, as you know, you've probably heard me say this before. You've probably heard Amy say a more polite version. I'm going to say this. The truth will set you free, but it might piss you off first. So <laughs> just, just be aware of that when we give you this listener challenge. Okay, what is it, Amy? We, uh, one of my core values in my business is that I promise honesty, even when it stings and, oh, get ready guys. This one might sting a little bit. This one might sting a little bit. We're going to do an assessment right Mm -hmm. here, right now in four different areas with your systems and automation. You're going to give yourself a score on a scale of one to 10, one being, I don't know how I've stayed in business this long because there is literally no structure behind me and 10 being like, Oh, I got this. I could write the book on Mm -hmm. systems and automation. Mm -hmm. So the first one you're going to look at is your lead generation. When it comes to bringing new leads into your business consistently, do you have systems process and automation behind that? Give yourself a score of one to 10 second lead nurture. Just because somebody gave you their email does not mean that they know you like you and trust you enough to buy from you yet. So as you are building that trust, building that relationship and helping them feel like they are a part of your community, how is that with automation and systems scale of one to 10, by the way, don't pick fives ever in your whole life. Never pick a five. What that means is you are not willing to commit to good or bad. It's such a free pass in your brain. Okay. Number three, conversion. (laughs) Do you have systems and automation that help you in getting sales calls scheduled and helping people to move through the different phases of the customer purchasing journey? Do they automatically get things like case studies and testimonials when they're ready for them? Is that structured? Give it a scale of one, two, 10. No fives allowed. Mm -hmm. And then the last one we're going to look at is your onboarding process. When you actually close that new deal and you bring on a new client, do they automatically receive the resources and tools that they need? Do they have the the training and the processes at their fingertips? And does it run smoothly and create a delightful experience? Give yourself a score of one to 10. So if you are looking at that score and you don't like that number and you're realizing that way too much of your business is reliant on you, your time, your talent, and your ability to remember small details, then your next step is going to be to reach out to Lakeisha and schedule a time to really talk through your systems and your automation. Um, She's got a great process in place to make that as simple and smooth as possible. And we're going to put a link to her calendar in the uh, text down below. Yeah. Lakeisha, super generous. We appreciate that. 
this is this is what happens this is what happens when you expand your circle of influence you get powerful friends in powerful places giving you powerful offers and favors so thank yes. you Michelle. we like the favors yes <laughs> thank you thank you for having me yeah all right well let's move into our lightning round boom, boom, boom. oh we did the same thing <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome all right Lightning round. Okay. So Lakeisha, this is, these questions are designed to be just top of mind. The first thing that comes to your mind, no editing. Ready? Okay. Okay. Question number one, what is the best business advice that you've ever gotten? Ooh, the best business advice I've ever gotten was to just do it afraid. Mm -hmm. Fear is not going to leave. You can't wait for it to go anywhere. Just do it afraid. Yes. All right. Question number two, what inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to success? Uh, uh, lots of fear, lots of doubt, um, lots of, you know, ex- wanting to be accepted, um, lots of not fitting into the inner circle, learning how to build and create my own community. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Question number three, who is your business girl crush, a woman in business who you really admire and respect? Ooh, right now my business girl crutches Amy Porterfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely love her. Yes. Doesn't she she run a digital course academy, right? This year? She does. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, awesome. she's pretty brilliant. Agreed. Yep. All right. Plus, she has a really great first name. I mean, let's not lie about that. <laughs> so <laughs> completely true. Completely true. <laughs> I mean, I've only ever met like one Amy that I was like, oh. You're not giving us a good name. The rest, like we're a pretty nice bunch. Okay. Next question. What is the number one door that you want to open for you in your business right now? The number one door I want to open for me in my business right now um, is more so like the tech space. Um, I recently, last year, I started Savvy Simple Funnels, which is an online automated system. It's a one on this automated marketing system. It's like one tool you can use for everything. And for me being a black woman in tech, um, there's not a lot of us out there. So I would love to be able to open more doors um, for, um, for black women who are looking to kind of go in this space um, for, for different technology. And so that's one thing that I would actually love to do is to see more women who look like me in the spaces and rooms that, I, that I'm in right now. Yeah, here, here, absolutely. Love it. All right. Next question. When you achieve all of your business goals, what's your next level of contribution? How do you want to give back or create legacy? Ooh, I love all things meditation. And so mm-hmm. I went on a solo trip to Thailand back in 2019. Wow. I um, was trained for meditation. So I have a certification on teaching medica- meditation. I want to teach more people how to quiet their mind, right? Mm-hmm. And just really be able to center themselves and to just understand and like feel that one, not really understand, but to feel the oneness of what it is that we really call God. And that's just something that I desire to have more people to do. So that is one of my plans for retirement is to help more people um, to just really quiet their mind. Because I, I know that when you are able to quiet your mind, everything else falls into place for you. Well, look at you. You're already on track because you're doing that with your, with the automation and helping people create systems. I'm, I already, I already feel my 
brain calming down when I think somebody else has got this. <laughs> so you're all right on track. I love it. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. So Lakeisha, how can our listeners get connected with you? What's the best place to find you and hook up? I am all over LakeishaSarba.com, but mainly Facebook is my jam. So please feel free to join me over on Facebook, Lakeisha Sarba Biz. Awesome. Well, we so appreciate you coming on. And now is the fun part where Monica and I tell you what's our biggest takeaway um, from you, because that's, that's the beauty of your circle of influence is brilliant women coming together Mm -hmm. to share from, you know, just a space of we're grateful for what we've learned and we get to all have value to give to each other. So Mm -hmm. Monica, what's your takeaway from today? Well, first of all, that um, that you keep it simple, Lakeisha. Sometimes as an overthinker, and this might be a confession more than a takeaway, <laughs> but sometimes as an overthinker, I tend to complicate things. And you, when you've explained things, you make them so simple. And I'm like, oh, wait, what? Okay. Okay. It could be simple. Yeah. So mine is, and this is not just from today, but because I've also been stalking Lakeisha online for like two, two or three months, <laughs> it's the micro content. I really want to nail that piece. I'm excited for it. Cause I, I just see the value in being able to have those low cost first buy-ins that are easy oh, yeah. lead gen, and then basically pay you back for the money you just spent on the ad to get them there. So I want that. Mm-hmm. Don't have it yet. Want it. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's do it. Listen, that's where I'm trying to take everybody to get everybody to understand that you can still have high ticket, but low ticket is what's going to really get you those quality leads, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and then your it. leads are full of people who are who are ready, are ready, ready. to spend money because they already gave you seven bucks or ten bucks or whatever. Yes, listen, yep. we have to come. Let me come back so we can talk all about that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Part two. Coming soon. Yes. Part two. Yes. <laughs> coming soon to a theater near you. Thank you. I love it. This was amazing. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you for being here. And for all of you that are at home listening, please, from the bottom of my heart, make your life easier. Like let the version of you today be the one that the version of you five years from now is thanking Mm. and praising because you gave her the gift of freedom. You gave her the gift of time. You took that lifestyle that she always wanted and you gave it to her because you sucked it up and you did the thing that scared you and felt hard and felt confusing and realized on the other end that you were smart enough. And now you get to live your life. Okay. Come on, Reverend Amy. I love it. (laughs) Let it be done. Amen. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for being here. Thank you, Lakeisha. Thank you, Amy. Have I told you lately how much I love you and how much I love doing these podcasts with you? No, but I appreciate hearing it. (laughs) Yes, I do. Cause I, cause I, in my mind, I don't remember that one of your love languages is words of affirmation. And every time Uh that I remember, I'm like, okay, come on, inject it some more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I feel loved. Yay. (laughs) And for all of you out there listening, make sure that you come back. Because we have not only we have badasses like Lakeisha, of course, here uh, presently, but it's an entire circle of influence, you guys. So come back next episode. Let us know uh, what you think of this episode. Write us a review down below. Um, send us an email or reach out to us on Instagram. Both uh, Amy and I are both on Instagram. Amy is at Amy Walker Coach, and I am at Monica Ogando. And we will see you next time.
Thanks, everyone.